Does Maryland have the most underrated running back room in the Big Ten? I'll tell you on Locked On Terps. You are Locked On Terps, your daily podcast on the Maryland Terps. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm Trey Moore, host of Locked On Terps, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today we're going to be talking about the Maryland running back room and if it's the most underrated in all of the Big Ten. We're also going to get into some recruiting news about Makai White, wide receiver, 6'3". We'll talk about him later. And all the latest news right now for all the Maryland Terrapins in the NFL and all things Terps. But to start, of course, we're going to talk about the running back room. Like what I said, does Maryland have the most underrated room in the Big Ten? So I was snooping around a little bit, looking at some articles, and I saw that Rivals has them ranked as the ninth-ranked running back room in the conference. And then I looked at College Football Network, had Maryland at the eighth-best running back room in the conference. And I just want to start by saying I do not think this is true. It's obviously going to be hard to put us in the top four with Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, and Wisconsin all having the top guys, including Michigan having Corum and Edwards, two awesome backs. And then Penn State, of course, had the two freshmen last year and Singleton and Allen. And Ohio State has Williams and Travion Henderson. And Wisconsin also has one of the best running backs in the country. And Braylon Allen. But don't forget the Maryland Terrapins have one of the most underrated running backs in the whole conference and one of the best backs in the conference, not only in the conference, but in the whole country, and Roman Hemby. Roman Hemby was a redshirt freshman last year, but let me read you some of his stats from last year. Hemby was sixth last year in the Big Ten in rushing average. He was seventh in touchdowns in the Big Ten while he shared carries. And he was also second in receiving yards, which I think excites me the most about his game. He's an explosive receiver out of the backfield, which I think is going to really help a lot. I think that's what college football is moving towards. And I'm excited to see some of the new offense. And I expect Hemby to have a really big year. I expect him to have over 1,000 yards rushing. I, I expect him to have over 300 yards receiving, especially on all the screen games and all the carries that he's going to get. He's not going to come out of nowhere like he did last year. Teams are going to be ready for him because last year, don't forget, like what I said, he was a redshirt freshman. And another really interesting stat is he was third in all of college football for freshmen in all-purpose yards and rushing yards. He basically ran for 1,000 yards last year, but their running back room does not end there. Um, You can move towards Antoine Littleton. If you don't remember him coming out of high school, a lot of people made fun of him because he was almost 280 pounds. This guy was huge, just a complete outlier at the position. Some people were like, why isn't this guy playing offensive line? And now you can see why Maryland took off about 30 pounds on Antoine Littleton and now he's about at 235 um I remember watching the spring game and the nutrition staff was talking about what they had to do and to get Antoine Littleton there and how much he's done but as a player he's six foot 235 like I said and he's an absolute bruiser he might be the best short yardage back in all of the Big Ten 
He's going to rack up touchdowns. Last year, he had six touchdowns and did not get the majority of the carries. Six touchdowns might not sound like a lot, but that is a ton for a guy that is not the number one back. But don't get it twisted. Him as a second back is super good. Third and ones, fourth and inches on the goal line. I promise you, Antoine Littleton, the second is going to get us the yardage as we saw repeatedly last year. And don't forget, he's got underrated speed. Last year, he broke one for 65 yards. This guy can move too. Don't get it twisted. He can move really fast. He's a fast guy. He's a really good back. And he's going to have a huge impact this year. And then moving to the next guy in our room that people don't know about who was a freshman last year is Raymond Brown, a four-star recruit. He's similar to he's similar to um Hemby in a lot of ways, but people say that he has faster with a more wiggle. And apparently the Terps coaching staff is super excited about Raymond Brown, and so am I. Like I said, he was a four-star recruit out of high school, and he is going to get some carries this year. He got a couple last year, had about 100 yards in the whole year. They put him in in certain spots, usually when we were up by a lot. Didn't get a ton of action, but now another year, he's added some weight. He's stronger now, and I guarantee that four-star status is going to come out this year. And you can't forget Colby McDonald. He's kind of the veteran of the group. He's not going to get a ton of carries, but he's just a good body to have in there. Also went to the same school as Antoine Littleton in St. John's in D.C., one of the top um, private schools in the DMV area where we get a ton of recruiting from. Also, Rakeem Jarrett went there, uh, Maryland's receiver from last year, who is now in the NFL on the Buccaneers trying out for them and was one of our better players. But that's besides the fact. Um, and don't forget, this is a little bit of pre-reading for next year. We do get Williams another four-star back. So the running back room is absolutely in an awesome spot. But I do think it's underrated. I would put it after Penn State. I would put it after Michigan. And I would put it after Ohio State. But after that, I think we're right there in the top of the Big Ten in terms of rushing leaders. And I expect them to have a huge year. I want to go back to Antoine Littleton a little bit. I expect him to have closer to 600 yards this year. I think he can get to eight touchdowns, maybe 10, maybe can enter the double digits. It just depends on how much Maryland's offense is down by the goal line. And then moving back to Raymond Brown, my expectations for him this year I don't expect anything super crazy, but maybe he can get to 200, 300 yards closer to what Antoine Littleton did this year. Just depends on how much they want to rotate. But we've been known to rotate the backs a lot. Last year, we rotated them a ton. And Colby McDonald, I expect him to have about a 400, excuse me, about 100 yards. Nothing crazy. But that's what I would say about the running back room. Next up, we're going to talk about Maryland's one of their top recruits is still out there. And will we land him? I will tell you about him and who he is next after this short message from LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like high stakes wager for your small business. You can be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that is why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team 
faster and for free. And a lot of people need jobs right now. And if you want to find someone amazing for your company, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Now we're back and let's talk about Makai White, the four-star athlete. He's going to be a wide receiver in college, but will he commit to the Terps? He's out of the Virginia area, so he's a local guy. And like I said, he's listed as an athlete on most of the recruiting websites because he did play DB in high school, but he is expected to play receiver in college. Uh, just to give off some of his measurements, he is 6'3", 185, and he is a little bit freakish. Yes, this is absolutely one of the guys we want to land. Um. Rivals had him at a four-star, and other recruiting websites did have him as a three-star. But if you look at his offer list, and that will tell you a lot, don't always just look at the stars. Obviously, the stars are big. They matter. I'm not going to act like they don't. But if you look at his offers, just some of the names on there, he did have an offer from Georgia, and that tells you right there that that's a dude. If you have the Georgia offer, you know that. You're a really good player, but he also had teams like Miami, Michigan, Tennessee's, and that's some of his top choices right now include Virginia Tech, UGA, Miami, Michigan, and Tennessee. And then he had other offers that aren't included right now in his top list, but Auburn, Penn State, and others. So there was a ton of big-time colleges out there that wanted to recruit him. And as a junior, he earned All-State and had – 37 receptions for 1,000 yards and 18 touchdowns. So he was going off. I'm not really sure how the competition he was he was playing, but 37 receptions for 1,000 yards. That tells you everything you need to know right there. He's taking them to the house. And this is a guy, he does have a lot of speed on him. I'm not going to say he's the fastest guy, but he's a strider. Like I said, he's 6'3", so he's long. You're not going to really expect it when you watch him, but he gets out there, and he reminds me a lot of George Pickens. And right now, he's crystal balled between Maryland and Michigan, so it's going to come down to the wire. I don't know which one he's going to choose. I hope it's Maryland. I'm praying it's Maryland because Coach Loxley has done an amazing job at recruiting and developing and using the transfer portal for wide receivers. If you look at this year, Caden Prather coming from West Virginia. He's going to have a huge year. And also Chambers, Chambers, who also was a transfer, a six-year grad student, is going to have a really big year this year. He always dreamed for playing for the Terps. You look at last year, Coach Loxley was able to flip Rakeem Jarrett, a five-star out of high school who went to St. John's, who I talked about earlier. He was able to flip him from LSU. So Coach Loxley has had a really good job so far at recruiting wide receivers and then you look at the current roster you look at guys like this year on um, the last year freshman class had Shalik Knox Octavian Smith Jr. who are both going to be impact players this year Ty Felton who's going to be really good this year the wide receiver room is absolutely loaded 
obviously we want this kid. Of course we do. But if we miss out on him, it is not the worst thing in the world. We are able to recruit wide receiver. That's our number one position at recruiting right now. But like I said, he reminds me of George Pickens, the current sealer. And you don't want to you don't want to compare a high schooler to an NFL player, but that's the kind of player that he reminds me of at 6'3. If you watch him, you're gonna be like, he doesn't look like he's going that fast, but I guarantee if you recorded his 40 time, he would run a pretty fast time. So we're hoping that we can get him. And something interesting, I was checking out his Twitter a little bit, and he reposted Christian Martin, one of the latest Maryland commits in the 2024 class, um, QB commit to Maryland. He reposted his highlights, and he reposted his Maryland commitment on Twitter, which is really interesting. So obviously, the other 2024s are trying to get him there, and... Another interesting thing about that is Christian Martin and and Cole, um, Mackay White are both from Virginia area. So you would think that would help. And not only Christian Martin has been recruiting him, but also Brandon Jacobs, who is a four-star DB commit on Maryland, and said on Twitter, make the move to Mackay White. So you wonder what that means if we can get him and – that they're clearly wanting him. All the 2024s are recruiting him hard. So we really hope that we can get him. He's probably the top-ranked player on our board left. Like I said, he's a four-star. So I can't wait to see if we can get him. He should be making his announce announcement soon. And once again, I'm going to go over his top list. Included Virginia Tech, UGA, Miami, Michigan, and Tennessee. But next, we're going to talk about all the latest news all the training camp stuff going on with Maryland. Also, the Maryland basketball team um, completed their last game in Rome. We're going to talk about that after this short break. All right. So we're back. So I was scrolling through Twitter a little bit, and obviously Oregon and Washington have joined the Big Ten. I talked about it the other day, but I wanted to touch on it today because I thought Tory Smith Former Maryland Terps wide receiver summed it up perfectly. This is what he said on Twitter. There is literally no reason to leave the DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, if you don't know what that is. Got to turn up the notch. You can stay home and play the best teams every week. And that is kind of what we were trying to say last week or this weekend, excuse me, on the podcast is that there's no reason for DMV recruits to want to leave the Big Ten. You're going to play the best teams every week. So why would you want to leave? And I think it's going to be a huge impact on recruiting for Maryland. The local guys are, are going to want to stay more. And I hope that shows up in the 2025 class. We've already started a bunch of visits for the recruiting. Guys like Jeff Exenor and Bryce have been up here, both four stars. And I'm hoping we can get a lot of the four stars in the area because there's plenty of top 350 recruits from the DMV area. And Torrey Smith seems to think that we're going to be able to land some. So I wanted to touch on that. The Maryland basketball team finished 3-0 and in the Rome trip, finished their last game about an hour ago as I'm recording this. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, Jamie K Kaiser is going to lead the Big Ten freshman in scoring. In case you missed it, he had... 15 points at halftime on the Rome trip. And I want to remind you, 
This isn't a normal game. They're playing everybody. So this guy's not playing like the whole first half and just racking up points. He's probably playing around 10 minutes, even maybe even less. He's definitely starting. People had questions about Kaiser. He's a four-star top 100 guy out of, out of high school. People expected Deshaun Harris-Smith to be the star of the class. But Kaiser so far has looked awesome. Clearly, there's no clips online really from the trip except for one clip of him scoring a couple buckets. But besides that, it's all about the reports that they gave us. But yes, he had 15 points at halftime, one of the best shooters in the class. So clearly, he's going to be the starting three, and he's going to make a huge impact. Moving on to some football training camp news for all the Terps. Um, Jacob Copeland, who was a starting wide receiver last year, he transferred from Florida. If you don't know who he is, he transferred from Florida into Maryland. Um, had a solid year last year. Maybe people expected more, but... He was recently waived by the Titans, but that was the bad news. The good news now is that he was that he signed with the Vikings yesterday. So I'm excited to see what he can do, and I'm hoping he can make that roster and maybe he can learn a thing or two from Justin Jefferson. Um, but to some concerning news a little bit, obviously we love Deontay Banks. Um, First-round pick Terp last year, cornerback for the Giants. But he has reportedly had his up and down so far at camp. There was a little clip on Twitter of him getting torched by Darren Waller, the new um, Giants starting tight end. And I'm not going to say it's going to be a concern for Deontay Banks. I still expect him to be a starter for the Giants. But people don't realize he was really raw coming out of Maryland. Um, I'm not even sure he was the best DB on the team. Jacorian Bennett was right there with him. But he has tools, so just give him time, Giants fans. He's going to be a really good player. He's fast. He needs to work on his hand usage. He needs to work on his footwork and things. But he's a really good athlete, and I expect him to rebound. There was a reason he was a first-round pick, and I'm not concerned about it. I still think he's going to be really good. And don't forget, there are ups. He did show a couple really good clips. There was one on Twitter of him deflecting a pass. So it's not all bad for Deontay Banks. Um, moving on to Jacorian Bennett, some good news, um, who I just talked about. Jacorian Bennett was uh, the other starting cornerback for Maryland. Both starting cornerbacks got drafted last year for Maryland. But Jacorian Bennett has stood out in Raiders camp. If you don't remember, Jacorian Bennett ran one of the fastest 40 times at the combine. But he has showed a lot of speed. I was reading an article, and the speed has apparently showed up on the field, which is Really important because a lot of people talk about there's a difference between having game speed and speed that is just combine speed and 40 speed. And apparently his game speed is showing up on the field. But even more importantly, maybe his IQ has impressed the coaches. The Raiders head coach, Mike McDaniels, had this to say. He said he's really pleased with the work that he has put in and he's really easy to work with. So obviously high praise from Mike McDaniels and Jacorian Bennett is off to a great start at Raiders camp. And I can't wait to see what he can do. I honestly think he was underrated. If you go back and watch every Maryland game, this guy was awesome. Like he would not allow receivers to get open at all. He would always get in the way of passes. He's right there. And then the thing is he ran one of the fastest 40 times. So I don't know how he slid to the fourth round. But he can play the slot. He can play outside. And I expect him to get time for the Raiders. Um, 
And if and another good news out of Bears camp is Unique Ngakwe, the t- former Terps defensive end, did get signed for one year, ten ten point five million dollars. So I'm excited for Unique. Unique is always seeming to be in free agency and seems to go from team to team, but. The fact that he's signing a one-year $10 million contract shows you all you need to know. He's a really good pass rusher in the NFL. He might not be one of the tippy-top guys, but he's a really good, solid guy to have, and there's a reason the Bears picked him up and signed him for a good chunk of change. Now moving on to maybe the most famous Terp right now, Stephon Diggs. There was um, He was having a couple troubles in Bill's camp. There were different storylines about that. But in terms of the NFL top 100, Stephon Diggs did land at 16th in the NFL top 100, which is really cool to see a Maryland Terrapin be ranked so high in the NFL. And Stephon Diggs is obviously one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, but the Maryland community, Maryland fans are proud of what Stephon Diggs has done. And another um, wide receiver that we're also proud of is DJ Moore has looked really explosive at Bear, Bears camp and has surpassed expectations. DJ Moore is also one of the better wide receivers in the NFL and is a Terp alum. Maryland produces really good wide receivers, like what I was talking about earlier with um, Makai White and why he should go to Maryland because we have a proven track record with developing wide receivers and putting them in the NFL. Also, Torrey Smith who was on Twitter talking about about Oregon and Washington. He's a former Terp, and he was a wide receiver in the NFL. So it's clear that we can develop wide receivers, um, but that's all the news I wanted to talk about. I wanted to catch you up on how all the Terps are doing in camp. But that's for all for today. Please like, please subscribe, follow on all the podcasting apps. We're on all of them. Thanks for listening to Locked on Terp. As always, bye.